0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Just Get Fit with Nikki. I'm your host, Nikki, a certified nutrition coach and personal trainer, and today I'm talking about food rules. You know, those little rules that are super annoying that you have picked up over the last number of years or decades and that negatively impact you and your relationship with food. And some examples would be things like, when we've been told, oh my goodness, bagels are terrible for you, they're equivalent to four slices of bread, or you can't eat after a certain time, or fruit is definitely a no-no if you are you know, trying to cut uh, fat, anything like that. There are so many different rules out there that we have been told. And the thing about them is, we don't necessarily realize how they are impacting us until we can sit down and reflect on our food choices and what we do and what we reach for or how we feel reaching for certain foods and i think this is the thing about you know food phobias in a way or these these rules that we've picked up is that in order to actually let go of them we need to do a couple of things first and foremost you need to know that you have these fears. You need to know that you're sticking to these rules that realistically aren't something that are beneficial. And so, for example, I know a lot of people have fears over carbs or certain carbs, whether it's bread or pasta or pizza, they have these fears and think, oh my goodness, there's no way I can have that. And what happens when we think that? A food then becomes restricted or off limits. And I don't know about you, but when I'm not allowed to have something, guess what I want? Guess what I feel like I need? It's that food. And that restriction is not a way to achieve a goal. Because I can tell you this with 100% of honesty from seeing it with my clients in my own life as well, that you really and truly do not need to restrict any kind of food in order to get results. Does food freedom meaning, mean eating whatever you want, as much as you want, whatever you want? No, because that will also likely having you feel not so great. However, there are definitely strategies and things you can do. But I will always say that you really and truly do not need to give up your favorite foods. And the thing about this is, if you are successful, and you've given up a food group, what happens when you reintroduce it? Does that mean you can no longer be successful? And I think the problem is, these kind of actions feed into our fears, where when we are successful, because we've cut out a food group, or we've removed certain foods from our diet, we think, aha, see, I was right. I can only be successful when I cut out these things. But the other side of the story is that when you do cut out these foods, how long do you normally tend to stick with, you know, these protocols or this way of eating? For most people, the answer is not all that long. So if you're someone who has a food rule or something that they feel they can't let go of, but you've acknowledged that it isn't serving you very well, it's time to do some work. It's time to actually go, okay, I know this isn't working for me. And I know this because one, every time I do this, I can't sustain this. Or when I think this way, it's not very healthy. When I remind myself of this rule, it leads to binging, or it leads to overeating, or it leads to me feeling out of control. But first and foremost, you need to clearly and honestly break down the facts of how this quote unquote rule is no longer serving you. And it is something that you're ready to let go of. Now, how do you just let go of rule? Well, for most people, you need to inform and educate yourself about why this isn't true. And I think there are certain questions that you can ask yourself that you can do research on that do help. But for example, a lot of people are fearful about eating at a certain time of day. You know, I actually had a client call uh, yesterday, and this client was making these super delicious uh, smoothie bowls, you know, banana and oat milk, and maybe a little bit of nut butter and berries sounded amazing. And her concern was she was eating them later in the evening, probably like eight o'clock, and then going to bed, say nine, nine thirty. And so her concern was going, well, you know, like, should I be eating that? Like, is that okay? Is that going to stop my progress? And the conversation I had is like, let me walk you through my thought process. Okay. And I said, are the ingredients in this bowl, something that you are proud of? And what I mean by that is sometimes people go, Ooh, no. Like, I'm not particularly proud of like hot flaming cheesies. You know, it's not necessarily the best thing. And I know it's not the best thing. And I, I start with that because sometimes people have different feelings about food simply based on the time of day. So I asked that to clarify if she was happy and proud of these ingredients. And she said she was. I'm like, great you should be they're great ingredients, right? There's nothing wrong with them. But I do think these are important questions, because part of healing and letting go of rules is diving deeper into how people feel about certain foods. Okay, and if she if this was a food where she goes, no, no, I don't feel very good, because I was told, you know, A, B and C about these kind of bowls, well, then I would have addressed that as well. But I do think it is an important question to ask because how you feel about a food actually does make a difference as well. And that can add to this idea that I can't do something or I have to do something. And so we started with that. And she said, yes, she was proud of the food. And she thought it was, you know, made up of great things. Wonderful. And so I said, basically, your concern is then really the timing. Is this something you should be eating after eight o'clock? And she said, yes. That's definitely something I'm worried about because I've been told, well, anything after a certain time is really just going to be stored as fat. And so my next question to her was, when you are eating this bowl, are you eating it because you're hungry? Or are you eating it just because? And she said, she was just eating it because and she said, sometimes it's because I'm hungry. And then she actually went back and she's like, well, no, most of the time, it's not because I'm hungry. I just like it and I just want it. And so I went back to what we talked about before and I said, okay, so what if we make some changes? Because this is a bowl that you're really excited about, you really enjoy, and you basically want to be able to incorporate it. So, what are your thoughts on if we make changes to perhaps the size of your dinner, reduce that size a little bit? So then you do have an appetite to include this bowl, but then you're also reinforcing this idea of really only eating when you are hungry. Because there's nothing wrong with eating. There's nothing wrong with eating flaming hot Cheetos. You know, should you eat that all the time every day? No, your body will likely uh, let you know it's not very happy with that. But when it comes to foods, going back to those simpler things and reminding yourself, why am I eating this? Is it hunger? Is it a habit? Is it an emotion? Because at the end of the day, the only peace and satisfaction you're going to get from a meal long term is if you were hungry. If you're eating out of emotion, you're going to feel better while you eat it. But guess what? That emotion hasn't gone anywhere. It's still there. And so we talked about, you know, making her dinner a little bit smaller so she can actually have enough space for this bowl and also even modifying the size of the bowl. I was like, you know, you're using a whole banana and doing fruit in this. What about half banana? What if you make this bowl smaller and don't forget to plate it or put it in a smaller bowl so you don't feel like, oh my goodness, I'm missing out on all these things. But you still make it. You still put all the yummy ingredients in there that you enjoy, but you either modify the size of the bowl or you modify the size of your dinner to account for the fact that this is something you'd like to eat. But really going back to that basic idea of trying to stick to eating when you are hungry. Because there's nothing wrong with the foods in this, you know, fancy ice cream like bowl. That's how she described it kind of like when people like nice cream with a banana base. This is something she's like, I love this so much. It just makes me so happy. And while it is something relatively simple. There's lots of healthful ingredients. It was this fear of eating at a certain time that was really holding her back. But I think that oftentimes we need to think about the process. We need to think about why we're doing certain things, why we're eating certain things, and even why we're fearful of doing certain things. And so is there anything wrong with her bowl? No. Is there anything wrong with eating late at night? No. However, could it potentially be problematic if you are trying to lose weight to be eating late at night when you're not hungry? Yes, but the thing about that statement is is it's not the time of day that is the problem. If you are trying to lose weight, if you're eating when you're not hungry, it's not necessarily ideal when you are trying to lose weight, you are intentionally trying to get into a calorie deficit, meaning you are trying to eat less calories than you are burning. You are intentionally eating less calories than you need. And so if you let hunger be your driving force for when you do eat, most of the time you should be eating out of hunger. However, this goes back to one of those things that many of us do. And we eat not just out of hunger, but out of habit, out of boredom, out of routine, out of emotion or stress. And that's the challenge People often think, oh, it's just as simple as calories in, calories out. However, I don't know about you, but I only work with women. So I have talked to hundreds and hundreds of women about food, about the relationship with food, about when and why they eat. And we are complicated beings. We have built connections to food in our life that sometimes when I compare myself to my husband, I'm like, wow. No emotion whatsoever when he eats. It's just, I'm not hungry, so I'm not eating. Or I don't need that, because I just don't need that. As opposed to me, who, you know, especially in the past, if I'm emotional, if I'm happy, if I'm sad, if I'm stressed, food, food, food. Oh, I've created habits around watching TV and eating food. My goodness, it is so built into my life and so built into different routines in my life that it was actually very challenging for me to get to a place where I was only eating out of hunger. Even to this day, there are still moments when I go, oops, I definitely did not need to eat that. I wasn't hungry whatsoever. It was just really delicious and something I wanted. It still happens to me. But when I was eating like that, I did that for over a decade. So I really reinforced certain habits, and it took time to make those changes. So if you are trying to make a change, if you are trying to let go of, of a food rule, take the time to think it through. You know, this idea of if you are kind of in my age group, bagels have been very demonized for us. And I had this conversation with a client where I was like, oh my goodness, I just talked to so and so another client. And we talked about bagels being equal to four slices of bread. And she laughed and she's like, oh my gosh, I was told it was six slices of bread. And it is funny, but at the same time, it is detrimental because the fact that that is burned into so many of our brains, even after all these years, does put a little bit of doubt into our mind when we think, Oh, I'd really like a bagel or I'd really like this and you go, but I can't because you know, one would ever just eat four slices of bread. And sure, there are some people that do. But the thing about it is, for me, moving past that simple idea of having a bagel, I went to the grocery store, and I flipped over the bagel bag, and I flipped over the bread bag and I go, Huh, well, the bread I'm eating is about 110 calories per slice. I'm generally eating two slices. That's 220 calories. And this bagel over here, this delicious everything seasoned bagel is 200 calories flat for the entire thing. So is this really the equivalent to four slices of bread? No. And even looking at the breakdown in terms of carbs and proteins, they weren't all that different. But for me, I had to sit there and I had to look and compare and go, oh, well, you know, let's compare the numbers to the numbers. Let's not compare my emotions to something I've been told that's an ambiguous food rule that really, I'm not sure where it came from. Perhaps, you know, 15 years ago, bagels were made differently. I just don't think so. But these are the things where you have to put the work in and the energy to inform yourself and to change that rule or to let go of that rule and go, oh, that really is not very accurate. And even though I've been holding on to it, it really is no longer serving me. So I'm going to put it to bed. I'm going to let it go. And it will be easier for me to let it go if I understand why that is no longer true or no longer applicable to me. And maybe it is something like having a smoothie bowl before you go to bed. Maybe it is including more bagels in your life, whatever it is. Have that honest conversation with yourself about what does and doesn't work for you and then do something about it. You cannot expect yourself to just let go of something that you've held onto for years without providing your brain with new information to go, oh, okay, I don't need to be afraid of this. I know that this is not going to undo all my other hard work and progress and me, for example, cutting out this one thing isn't the only thing that will lead to my success because it isn't. It really, truly isn't. So hopefully this has been helpful for you. I know it doesn't give you a very clear answer to every single food rule out there because there are so many, but I hope it brings you a little bit of clarity or at least A path to start to unravel those rules that you're ready to let go of. All right, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow me on Instagram at justget.fit or if you're interested in one-on-one nutrition coaching, you can email me at nikki, N-I-K-K-I at justget.fit.